The LA Kings get ready to face a big rival in the first game for Jim Hiller as head coach, and it's a Kings Fan Feedback Friday on this edition of Locked On LA Kings. You are Locked On Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Kings fans, welcome to Locked On LA Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On LA Kings your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. We would love for you to leave us a positive comment on Apple Podcasts if you're a fan of the show. And we're also on YouTube. Please like and subscribe if you're enjoying this content. I'm Eddie Garcia, your host of Locked On LA Kings. I've worked in sports media for the past 30 years, 20 plus years, the Fox Sports Radio Network. Also co-host of the Puck Podcast. It's a weekly NHL review show that's been putting out content for the last 17 years and a passionate LA Kings fan for over 30 years. We have your emails to get to uh, on a fan feedback Friday, and it does include someone who's upset with me over something I had to say and apparently is not a fan of the show anymore. Uh, But I wanted to start with more from new Kings head coach Jim Hiller. I mentioned on Thursday's show that the Kings were a little late in getting that Jim Hiller introductory press conference going because it was after his first practice. Uh, and, and then they usually um, will get that out on, uh, you know, an email or in this case, uh, the LA Kings official YouTube channel. But I was waiting for it to come out so I could watch it, so I could comment on it. And it was just getting later and later in the night. And finally, I decided I don't know for sure if this is ever going to get released, so I've got to do a show. So I ended up doing the show and commenting on some of the things that were reported by the guys that were there at practice uh, about what Jim Hiller said and things like that. Well, uh, as of course it would happen, uh, the Kings were finally able to release the uh, press conference in its entirety on their YouTube channel. It was, I think it was actually while I was recording the show. Uh, yesterday so it is out there and I was able to hear it and see Jim Hiller uh, and his press conference in its entirety so I wanted to touch on that a little bit before we do get to the feedback portion of this show first off um, and this was my first chance and probably yours too if you watched it to actually get to hear and see Jim Hiller speak Um, and uh, I have to say I was pretty impressed Uh, He does seem like a pretty no-nonsense guy, but I also thought a lot of his answers to the questions were very thoughtful and fairly revealing as far as what he had to say. Uh, And of course, the first question he was asked was about what's the biggest change he's going to be looking to make with this team. And we touched on this on yesterday's show, but he did say there's not a lot of lineup changes, at least initially. Um, Hiller talked about not having the time to really make changes at this point. He said 95% of his priority is getting the team's mindset back to where it was earlier in the season when they were playing so well. And I will say this about the hiring of Jim Hiller, and I think there are pluses and minuses to it. I think, though, this is one of the pluses because he's been with the team all season. He saw firsthand what this team could do and is capable of. Uh, It's not like he needs to come in and kind of get familiar you know, with what do we got to do to get them back to a winning level? He saw them when they were at that level. Now, what he can do and say to get them back to that level remains to be seen. But again, he saw it firsthand, so he's familiar with it. Uh, He can sense, I I would say, what it will take to get them back to that level. At least hope that's the hope. Um, He was asked, how does he get the Kings back into that winning mindset? 
And uh, he said they have to go out and earn it through work and that they'll get rewarded. Uh, And he says he doesn't think it takes long once you start to win and have success for that confidence to to come back. Uh, He said he believes in the team. He says he knows they have good players and he is confident they are going to get it going. Uh, He seems to be a very positive guy. Um, and you know, all that does work well if you see results though, right away. So we'll see if that happens or not. Obviously the Kings have a huge game in their first game back at home against a very tough opponent that we're very familiar with in the Edmonton Oilers, a win over Edmonton and a good game by the Kings, I think could go a long way in getting them back in the direction we need them to go. On the flip side of that, if they go out and fall on their face, then all those bad feelings come back and it doesn't matter who's on the bench and things could really turn south. So it's a big game. I think mostly for me, it's going to be about how the Kings play. If they come out and they play really, really well and they lose three to two, I still think that's a positive step, but um, we'll see how it goes. One thing he talked about that I really liked the way he phrased it because it was put in some very simple terms, but he talked about players bank accounts and it's not what you might think it's not he's not talking about their salaries he was saying at the end of the night every player has needs to have a positive bank account and what that means is you get pluses for positive plays that you make during a game and it doesn't have to be goals or passes that set up good scoring chances it can be winning a face-off. It could be a good defensive play. It could be, uh, you know, a good forecheck that causes a turnover. But of course, there are also negative plays that players make that deduct from the bank account. And at the end of the night, though, he said, if you have more players with the positive bank account, then obviously that's what you need. And that's what the Kings had earlier in the season. So it was a very simplistic way of putting it, but I thought it was, uh, it was pretty effective. Now, he was asked specifically about a few key players that you might assume he would be asked about. Pierre-Luc Dubois, Arthur Kaliev, and Cam Talbot. He was pretty short on Pierre-Luc Dubois. Um, basically just said he's like every other player. He's going to have to work his way through it and be a positive force. Um, as far as Kaliev goes, he did have some interesting comments to say, and he seemed to be of the opinion that Victor Arvidsson being out of the lineup has affected Arthur Kaliev more than any other player in that uh, Arvidsson playing on that second power play unit would set up Kaliev a lot on that second power play. He talked about Kaliev being a shooter and a finisher and not getting those chances he was getting last year. Most of the time with Arvidsson setting him up, he thought it hurt his confidence, it hurt his production, and that has kind of led to kind of the, the slump that he has been in. So interesting comments there, uh, which would be also interesting to see once Victor Arvidsson does return, do they get Kalia back in a familiar position where he was having success uh, with Arvidsson? And again, if not scoring, at least getting scoring chances, getting his shot off and helping to feel better about himself. So I thought that was a a very interesting comment uh, as far as that goes. And then he was asked about Cam Talbot and the goalie situation, and he gave pretty much the answer you would expect. Uh, He said, if we're winning, we're going to keep going with that. And the translation is David Riddick right now is going to be the number one goalie. And if if the Kings continue to have positive net play with him and hopefully some wins, 
then clearly they're not going to change that. Yes, it would be great to get Cam Talbot back in net. Yes, it would be great to get his confidence back. And you're talking about the team returning to where they were earlier in the year. Getting Cam Talbot somehow back to where he was earlier in the year would be great as well. But it seems like, at least in the short term, it's David Riddick. And if he continues to play well, if he has success, if the team plays well around him, then he's going to be the goalie going forward. If not, then they could make a change. Uh, he did say the obvious, if there's a situation of back-to-back games, things like that, then that will factor into who plays in net as well. Uh, he also talked about his friendship with Todd McClellan. I thought it was um, it was very revealing, I guess you could say, uh, very heartfelt when he said he always had dreamed of being an NHL head coach, as you could imagine. But he said this was not part of the dream. And what he meant was, um, obviously a guy who brought him in as head coach here in LA or as coach here an assistant coach in LA, he gets fired and then you take over for him. And he said like the, the dream wasn't that, but that's the reality. And he's, uh, thankful to have the opportunity, but also was thankful of the opportunity Todd McClellan gave him. He, he went into a little bit of detail about the personality of a new assistant coach, DJ Smith talked about how he's a really funny guy. Players really like him. Uh, and he's a guy who's very smart, and they're very familiar with each other, so he thought it was a great fit. Um, so all, all in all, I did I liked what I heard from Jim Hiller. Um, seems like a guy that will be very easy to root for. Um, and let's be honest, this is a great opportunity for him personally, regardless of the circumstances of how he got the opportunity, to, to be an NHL head coach. Only 32 guys in the world hold that job right now. So it's obviously a big deal for him. You know he wants to have success to maybe get the job full-time. Maybe if he does well here and the Kings still decide to go somewhere else, maybe that opens the door for him to get another opportunity. But this is it's it's big for him personally as well. So we'll see what Jim Miller can do. Um, I, I think it is likely the Kings get in the playoffs, but you know, can he get them on track to where, again, those goals that they had at the beginning of the year is something that they can still achieve, and that is winning a playoff series and advancing the playoffs. Again, it's a big opportunity for him. Hopefully, he can run with it and and make the best of it. Uh, Also, one positive uh, note to come out of practice today, Victor Arvidsson, day before, was in the red non-contact jersey as he returned to practice for the first time this season. Today, he was in a white jersey, so he's already out of the non-contact jersey, back taking a bigger role and another step in his recovery uh, and it uh, looks like we will see Victor Arvidsson, fingers crossed, no setbacks uh, here very soon on this Kings upcoming road trip. Well, it is a Kings fee, uh, fan feedback Friday, and one Kings fan has apparently heard enough from me. We'll talk about that next year on Locked on LA Kings, your team every day. Passion, drive, and patience, what brings home the winning trophy, also keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die. You'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay's guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, You're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it is easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home the win. Keep your ride or die alive with ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. eBay's guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. And you know, on this show, you get a lot of in-depth analysis and maybe the occasional hot take. Let me give you my hottest take of the day. The best lineup in L.A. right now is the lineup of Auto Loans at Logix. They start off with their top-of-the-line 
proven and dependable new and used vehicle loans. You can count on these guys to give you the lowest rates and save you big-time bucks. Up next, they've got a new exciting rookie sensation in their electric vehicle loans with super low rates and flexible payment terms. Rounding out their lineup, they've got their auto refinancing loans and lease buyout loans. These guys could lower your monthly payments and get you on the road to owning your car faster. Look, I know that's a hot take, but seriously, no one can beat the lineup at Logix. Visit your local Logix branch right here in LA and the surrounding areas and let one of their amazing team members help you or just apply online in minutes at logixbanking.com forward slash car. That's Logix, L-O-G-I-X, banking.com forward slash car. All right, let's get to your emails. And I've gotten a lot of positive feedback um, since I took over this show, uh, the off season before last, I don't really recall someone being upset with me, um, over something I've said, but I guess it was bound to happen. Um, and, uh, you know, unless I get an email that is particularly abusive or vulgar, I have no problem reading emails that disagree with me or that are even upset with me. So with that in mind, we get this from Ed in Temecula and some of the emails I do edit kind of for time because I want to make sure I can get all the emails in. But but this one was a special case, so I did not edit any of Ed's words. He says, well, now you can stop harping on McClellan being fired. For two years, I enjoyed your podcast and did not even look for another King source for reading about my favorite team of the last 36 years. During the buildup for the season, you repeatedly advocated for the Kings to dump McClellan if the team did not advance further in the playoffs. Until late December, you were apparently satisfied with the team and the head coach. Then I remember with the fourth straight loss out of the next 17 games, seven home and 10 away, you started your report about the game with it when it, with it was time to fire McClellan. How is that for inflaming the fans that support you and follow your podcast? That was the last time I watched your podcast after two years of respecting and continually praising you for your insight. Really, after four losses, two of them in a shootout after earning a point, and three of the four being losses uh, of one point, time to fire the coach, I could not respect your insight any longer. I will not watch an Eddie Garcia podcast again. Of the losing streak, seven were home and ten were away. Five of the 14 losses were in overtime or a shootout. Thirteen of the 14 losses, the team gave up three to five goals per game. Seems like the defense struggled, doesn't it? Seems like a lucky bouncer deflection or a covered rebound or an opponent player making a minimal stake in just four of the 14 losses could have changed their record to 7-10 and 10 instead of 3-14. and 14. Maybe the coach that initiated the scheme and emphasized on defense that the players that bought into the system for the first part of the season when they were one of the best teams in the league maybe could have kept his job and watched them hopefully win maybe six or seven out of ten after the break. Then it would not seem so just to dump a well-respected and successful coach. When the Kings make the playoffs, be sure to tell everyone that the new coach is the reason it happened. And again, that was Ed in Temecula. Um, so I don't know if Ed is watching this cause he claims he's not watching the show anymore, which is unfortunate. I mean, I want everyone, um, to enjoy the show, to watch the show. Um, I, I find it sad, I guess, um, that he could enjoy the show for two years or whatever. And then I say something that he doesn't agree with. And then that's, that's it. That's the end of it. But He's entitled to uh, to make his choices in life. I would hope that we could just agree to disagree on some things. Um, I think I was very fair with all my comments about Todd McClellan. I said repeatedly, I think Todd's a great guy. I think he's a good coach. 
Uh, and I, I wish this didn't uh, become necessary. I think everybody feels that way. Um, I've seen Carlin Baith, friend of the show. I've seen Zach Dooley, the Kings Insider, friend of the show, post things on social media thanking Tom McClellan for um, you know, the professional relationship that, that they had with him. Um, and I didn't deal too much with Tom McClellan, but when I did, I found him to be very pleasant and pretty forthright in his comments. I always appreciated how professional he was. Um, and I've said many times that this is more on the players than on the coach. But um, it's this is big boy sports. This is about wins and losses. And sure, I was happy with the job he did earlier in the season, but it was going bad. And it didn't look like he was capable of getting this team out of it. Um, so again, I wish it hadn't come to this, but I have no regrets over my comments. I don't think I said anything that was inflammatory or out of line to try and, uh, get people, uh, on my side to call for the coaches firing. And by the way, uh, I don't think I have that kind of power. Uh, I appreciate, uh, if you think that's the case. Um, but I don't know that I influence a, a lot of people's opinions. I think they're smart enough to make their own opinions. And I think a lot of people, and I know it's a lot on social media is very negative. You never know what's what's real or what's not because social media kind of is a complaint machine, it seems like. But there, I was, believe me, I was far from the only one that was calling for a coaching change. So, um, you know, I've, I've worked in sports radio. You may have heard me mention uh, for a very long time, uh, for 30 years, 20 plus years in, in, in radio off and on. Um, and I've worked on shows and you give, uh, you know, strong opinions and hot takes. And sometimes that stuff's fabricated. Sometimes it isn't on this show. I'm not really into the hot takes. I'm not really into saying things that are going to get people fired up or be controversial or get people talking about me personally. That's just not my style. Um, but I, I, if I have a strong opinion on something, I'm going to give it doesn't mean I'm always right. But at the end of the day, I can live with myself if I feel like I'm being fair, but telling the truth. So that's what I did with Todd McClellan. I felt there needed to be a coaching change. It eventually happened a little bit later than I would have done it if I was in charge. But uh, in the end, like I said, I'm giving my opinion. If, if you don't agree with it, I invite you to write an email and tell me why you disagree with it. Um, but like I said, you can't, you can't please everyone. Ed, I hope you have a change of heart and come back. Um, you're certainly welcome to email anytime if you're still listening. But anyway, uh, yeah, got a got a rare uh, email that was not happy with what I said. And I, I stand by my comments and I have no regrets whatsoever. Uh, we had a couple of uh, comments about Pierre-Luc Dubois. It seems like we do every show. Uh, a couple of emails. I'm going to kind of clump them together a little bit. This one comes from Jeremiah in Hawthorne, who is an everydayer. And he says, let's just say PLV happens to step up and play good hockey the rest of the season. And he starts scoring goals more often. Hopefully, does that mean that Rob Blake is not going to trade him? Because once July 1st comes around, he has a no trade clause. I uh, hope to meet you at a game one day. Go Kings go. And that was from Jeremiah. And I met Jeremiah's dad at a game. Super nice guy. And Jeremiah, look forward to meeting you at a, at a game sometime. Unfortunately, I will not be at the game this Saturday against Edmonton. I've got a, an obligation. Uh, but yeah, let me know if you're going out to a game and, uh, and we would definitely, uh, be great to meet up. Uh, and another email that kind of plays into that one is from Scott and Simi Valley. And he says, "Longtime Kings fan. I've always looked at Rob Blake's playing days very fondly, but for me, it's time to make the separation of my view of Blake as a GM. We've endured the ill fated Ilya Kovalchuk signing the strange hiring and coaching of Willie, the Jardin, the Cal Peterson contract mess, and above all the horrible PL Dubois trade and contract. The nauseating thought of having to watch Dubois play like crap for eight years is way too much to forgive. In my opinion, as much as I like Rob Blake, 
change needs to keep happening at the GM position. With the trade deadline approaching, everyone talks about Kaliev, Roy, or perhaps Spence and Turcotte being moved, but I'm completely stumped as why no one mentions Dubois. Next season, he starts a four-year no-movement clause. Do the Kings really want to wait and see if he'll ever play anywhere near his salary level? I say trade PLD and his $8 million a year now, even if straight up for a pair of second or third round picks. The only thing worse than making a mistake is not dealing with it. Thanks for all the content, Eddie. And again, that was from Scott in Simi Valley. So first for Jeremiah, if Pierre-Luc Dubois starts playing well and is scoring goals, then they're definitely not going to trade him because that will have justified in their minds that, oh, it took some time for him to get going, but now he's going and we are excited about the, the future with him. Uh, so they're not going to trade him if he starts playing well. Um, and to Scott, talked about trading him as well. I, I think there are still teams out there that would take a 25-year-old guy with his size and skill and still take a chance on him. Um, but the contract, who's who's going to want to take on that contract? I think if the Kings are going to do anything, I think it might be a contract buyout. I think they have to consider it. I don't think they'll do it, to be honest with you. But I do think they have to consider it. And I did. I looked it up, and I've heard some people comment about this. So here would be the details if the Kings bought out Pierre-Luc Dubois' contract. An NHL team can buy out a player's contract for one-third of the remaining amount if the player is younger than 26, which Pierre-Luc Dubois is. That figure is spread out over twice the number of years remaining on the contract. So according to CapFriendly.com, a Pierre-Luc Dubois buyout would span 14 years it would have a cost to the Kings of just under $16 million, but a savings of $31 million. So that would be, it would still be a hard swallow to do that. But I think considering how it's gone and the way it may continue to go, I think it's actually an option the Kings might have to consider. Uh, we've got more of your emails coming up here on Lockdown LA Kings, your team every day. Hey, we're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, that according to Indeed surveys. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your job more visibility at Indeed.com slash locked on. Just go to Indeed.com slash locked on right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this post. Indeed.com slash locked on. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And did you know that even if you have a 401k for retirement, you can still have an IRA? Robinhood has the only IRA that gives you a 3% boost on every dollar you contribute when you subscribe to Robinhood Gold. But get this, now through April 30th, Robinhood is even boosting every single dollar you transfer in from another retirement account with a 3% match. That's right, no cap on the 3% match. Robinhood Gold gets you the most for your retirement thanks to their IRA with a 3% match. This offer is good through April the 30th. 
Get started at Robinhood.com slash boost. Subscription fees apply. And now some legal info. Claims as of Q1 2024 validated by Radius Global Marketing Research. Investing involves risk, including loss. Limitations apply to IRAs and 401ks. 3% match requires Robinhood Gold for one year from the date of the first 3% match. Must keep Robinhood IRA for five years. The 3% matching on transfers is subject to specific terms and conditions. Robinhood IRA available to U.S. customers in good standing. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC is a registered broker dealer. All right, let's continue with the emails. This comes from Brian. He is in Los Alamitos, and he says, well, it looks like you were right. Rob Blake should have waited to extend Tom McClellan's contract until the end of the season. It's just another bad decision by the Kings GM. Having said that, do you think ownership may have prevented Blake from finding a coach outside the organization because they didn't want to spend the money or because they no longer trust him to make good decisions? If it's a lack of confidence in his decisions, I would imagine Blake would be gone at the end of the year. Also, I hope Jim Hiller is willing to give Calia more of an opportunity to succeed and show what he's got. It just seems like McClellan was much less patient with Calia than any other player on the team. Thanks for all the hard work you do for us Kings fans. And that was Brian in Los Alamitos. I think uh, you hit the nail on the head with both your questions. Uh, I think ownership did not want to give him any more money to spend, Rob Blake, and that they don't have the confidence that he's the guy that's going to make another decision because if they bring in a coach from outside the organization, like a Craig Berube, they're going to have to give him a multi-year contract worth three, $4 million at least. And they were unwilling to do that. And also unwilling to have Rob Blake, I think make those decisions and kind of shape the future of the organization. I, I think if things don't go well, Rob Blake is going to be out of a job at the end of the year. Um, and I think right now to, to fire your head coach and your GM, when you're still probably a playoff team, I think that might've been a little bit too much of an overhaul for the organization to say they're willing to do that at this time. Uh, this comes from Ken Fry. He is in Pottsville, PA. It's a hundred miles West of Philly. He lets me know because I was unfamiliar with it. He says, I want to offer my opinion on Drew Doughty calling out his teammates in the media. I know it rubs some the wrong way saying it should stay in house. I normally agree, but the feeling I get is that this was probably already brought up in the locker room and the message wasn't heard. So maybe he went to the next step and aired out his grievances in the public eye. Just the thought. Also, I think they should move PLD back to his original line mates. He seemed more fluid earlier in the season. Thank you and love the show. And again, that was Ken in Pottsville, Pennsylvania. Uh, I have no issue whatsoever with Drew Doughty making his comments in public. I think that's what a leader does. I do agree with you, Ken. I think this was probably something that was said in the locker room first and then when he felt like that wasn't getting the desired effect, he decided to go public with it and see if that could possibly get things going. Um, and we'd have one more from Edwin and Brea. Uh, first off, he doubled down on his take that he doesn't think the Kings should be dancing after wins. So I will double down on my take that I hope I see them doing that stupid dance plenty of times the rest of the way. Uh, he says, even though I wanted a better coach to replace T-Mac than Barube, I'm willing to give Jim Hiller a chance to see what he can do. If it's similar than what T-Mac does, the Kings are screwed for the season. If he freshens up and changes tactics with a new voice, maybe the Kings will make the playoffs. On another note, when Arvidsson comes back, would the Kings be over the cap? Also, moving forward, I think Riddick should be our goalie. And now because he did have those big save Dave moments, even though we should maybe add a goalie for some help. And then Edwin also included some pictures of some old Kings game programs he have, which are very cool looking and look like they're in very good condition as well. Um uh, as far as Arvidsson goes, yes. Uh, when Victor Arvidsson returns, the Kings are not going to be able to 
uh, have a full roster, a full complement of forwards, because if they do, they'd be over the salary cap. So there will have to be some roster moves that are going to have to be made uh, going forward. I wish I had time for our guy, Jim in Lakewood. Unfortunately, I know he's traveling around Antarctica. Jim, I didn't have time to get your email. I apologize for that, but thank you for sending. Um, and uh, looking forward to Kings Oilers on Saturday. Huge game, tough game. We'll see what the Kings have in store. Hey, thank you to everyone who took the time to send an email. Uh, also, anybody that posted their reactions uh, to any of the episodes on the YouTube channel, it's much appreciated. It helps the algorithm and all that. Um, for you everydayers, those of you that listen and watch Locked on LA Kings every day, Monday, we will have a recap of the Kings' big game on Saturday against the Oilers in the debut of Jim Hiller as head coach. If you want to send an email at any time, whether it disagrees with me or not, it is uh, LockedOnEddie at gmail.com, E-D-D-I-E. You can also post your comments on the YouTube channel comment section. I'd uh, love for you to stay interactive with the show on social media, X, Twitter, Instagram. We are at Locked On LA Kings. Uh, looking forward to the, the new era, hopefully here, of LA Kings hockey with Jim Miller leading the way. Uh, hopefully we can see a win against the Oilers. That would be wonderful. I'm Eddie Garcia. Thank you for listening and watching this episode of Locked On LA Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Have a great rest of your uh, Friday and weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday, and as always, go Kings go.